2: You hear it anywhere else? Get inside access to breaking news. Jason LaCanfora and Ken Wyman. One zero five seven. a fan.
3: The Orioles lose 11-7 and in 10 innings last night. They're off today. Start a series with the Twins at Camden Yards tomorrow, which means Baltimore baseball tonight will be at Pickles tomorrow night at 6. That is Bob Haney and our guest uh, as we head up to the Ashley Furniture Guest Hotline, Ryan Ripken. And Ryan, thanks as always for joining us. I want to start with uh, some concerns, and I'll start with one. Teams are running like crazy on the Orioles. Are you concerned about Adley Rutschman?
4: Adley, as overall as a person, no. No, no. I'm sure his life is good. I mean, it's, it's his throwing, his defense. Oh, of course. I was just messing around here. <laughs> but having said that, um, you know, it, 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 it's. I don't like to try to get too caught up in it. However, it is something you don't like the, the way it's trending, right? So I, I think that it is something that is fixable, but the reality of what's going on is that teams are feeling very comfortable once they get on first base and they, they have base runners. They're going to try to take more advantage. Now, I will say the rule changes everything that's happened. That has now changed a little bit how runners are going to be held, and it's going to make it more challenging for catchers. So there has to be an adjustment period. So I'm going to give Adley the benefit of the doubt that I think some things will progress. But if it continues of what's been happening um, – that is something that is going to be glaring as we as we move down in these last couple of months.
2: Well, and and Ryan, I mean, he had a six thirty two OPS for the month of June, two homers, six driven in, and and his blocking. If you if you go to Statcast, you look at his blocking, you look at his framing, it's way off from last year too. I I was one of those people who early in the season was like, hey, he's twenty four, twenty five, he's an ox. I you know they do get days off throughout the season. I don't. I don't think he needs extra days off. But I do wonder if you look at the totality of that, plus the mental pressure he puts on himself as the face of the franchise, if if maybe there is some mental and physical fatigue in there.
4: Oh yeah, I mean, and honestly, I think we 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 put people and athletes specifically on this that that if you're a great player, you have to be great all the time. You have to be unbelievable, but the reality is the best players in the world are going to have some brutal months or or months that we're not expecting them to have. And, and for Adley's level and, and what he expects and what fans expect, it was not not his best month, you know. Um, getting on base, his M.O. was down. Just everything across the board was down, even though I'd love to see Adley as a starting catcher in the All-Star game. Uh, you know, Jonah Heim for the Rangers probably – is going to get the nod. He's yes. beaten them a lot of different categories, right? And that's no knock to it. And also, the other thing Texas Rangers are, are just as good as the Orioles right now, record wise. Um, so my, it's a long season, and catching is the most grueling position in, in baseball. And so the combination of it all, I think, can get to it. But I will say, I think this all star break is going to give Adley and some of these guys a, a much needed rest, you know, to try to reset their minds. But, um, yeah, you, know, you just can't be great all the time.
3: Kyle Gibson was not great last night, Ryan, and second straight start, he's kind of gotten knocked around. He was able to settle down after he gave up the sixth spot. But what's been off about Gibson over these past couple starts?
4: Uh you know, I I was listening to him yesterday talk after the game and, and sometimes it sometimes just feels like it didn't sound like he felt bad. You know, it just felt like he that whatever he threw out there, they were just things were finding holes. And sometimes that is how it goes, and and um, you know when you do it long enough, you're going to have certain stretches where you're going to be scratching your head. So right now, it's just got to get through it. Um, you know, clearly, this is not what you want early on. It was kind of a weird game anyway, when you think about it. Like the whole series, yeah, two rain delay game or two rain delays, late nights, and then you have this game where seven runs in the first inning it could have been eight, you know, with with the overturned uh, play at home. Um, so, you know, again, a lot of players, I'm not really worried about Gibson just because of the fact of he's been there, he's done that. It's, he understands this is going to happen. But it just, you don't want it to become, like just you're saying, but we talked about the catching, you don't want things to become a trend. But we do have to realize, uh, you know, he has been brilliant for a lot of parts of this year. He's just going through a little rough spot.
2: Jordan Westberg, we wanted it. We waited for it. We as a show here collectively were sort of uh, clutching our pearls and waiting with bated breath. He's here, had a hell of a series um, all the way around, plate discipline, working walks, key hits, driving runs in, making plays in the field. Uh, I'm guessing you'd have to give him an A for uh, his first series, no?
4: Uh, give him an A+. plus. Yeah. You know, I, 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 I love Westy's game. Uh, and, and as a person, too, uh, first and foremost, you know, uh, I, I care more about the people with it. But as a player, he's a heck of a player. Uh, you know, the one worry I just always had is coming up here and the expectations and, you know, how do you handle that? And for him to come out there and to show his versatility, what he's capable of doing. And, you know, I think we've talked about this before and why he wasn't coming up earlier. You know, when he was going to come up, you want him in the lineup, you know, a lot. You know, as much as possible. And not to say that that the Orioles didn't want to do that with Joey Ortiz or uh, Kyle Stowers or Taryn Vavra, but they didn't. But for watching Westbrook, he's one of those guys with the pop that he has and the positional need. You're going to want him in the lineup, and the Orioles weren't ready to do that. Now it seems like Jordan's comfortable. Hopefully, he can keep this going because, you know, personally, I think he's going to be a staple for this team uh, moving forward, hopefully, for the next five to 10 years.
3: We're talking to Ryan Ripken. It's inside access here on the fan. It's fun. Baseball's funny sometimes, and you know Jordan Westbrook comes up in part to bench Adam Frazier, and then Adam Frazier hadn't played all series. He comes up in the, in the ninth inning, or yeah, in the bottom of the eighth inning, and hits a home run that ties the game. It, it's he. And he, we were talking earlier. It brought up a little bit of Rognetto
4: door vibes with the clutch home run. Hey, you know, what? whammy right there, you know, fastball in, turns on, you know, and, and as much as Aaron Frazier has, has a lot of people have taken, or he's been taking a lot of heat, he's had a lot of big moments this year. If you look back, you know, even more, I know O'Dor had his moments, but I think Frazier even just late in games, he's had some big plays. Uh, I think there was one stretch where I feel like he was involved in two straight walk-offs, mm-hmm. he's had some big hits late in the games. And again, you know, we talk about, we can look at all these stats and, and whatnot. But there's just guys that that being around you can't quantify what they mean to the team. And you know, Adam Frazier's that type of guy. And I mean what what a what a what a luxury to have that now is if he's not going to be an everyday player, but he can still give you that type of production, like that's what you hope. The Orioles have a lot of solid players right now and, and I love Adam's professionalism and, and I hope to see him have some more big homers. Uh, hopefully the Orioles win the game, but I hope to see more of that from him down the stretch.
3: Ryan, you had to feel like the magic was in the house in the ninth inning. Felix Bautista gives up a couple of infield singles, first and third, nobody out, strikeout, strikeout, ground out to get out of it. There's still 83 games to go, but he's on pace to break Chapman's strikeouts per nine record uh, in a single season. I mean, this guy's just on fire right
0: now.
4: Uh, Yeah, you know, even when you think you got him beat, you don't. And, And I tell people what makes him so special is, even if he has a bad outing or the one he gave up uh, the game-tying home run, you know, a few outings ago, uh, you think he really cares about that? No. And, that, and that's what you need from a closer. And then the, nothing demoralizes you more again as a hitter. I know he throws 102, and that is fast, you <laughs> know, extremely fast. That's gas. But you looked at some of the pitches last night, those are still over the heart of the plate. And he's saying, you know what's coming. And I have two pitches. I will throw a slider, occasionally a third one. But you know I'm throwing. I'm going to come right after you. But you're not going to touch it. That's what he's doing. I think that to me is what's been so impressive. Is that it's as a hitter, you want to have a game plan of what someone's doing. But what makes it worse is you know what he's doing, and you can't do anything about it. You know that's that to me is showing how dominant he is. And and um, you know for for the mountain, I hope he keeps it going because the Orioles, know in him. To me, that's the best one-two punch in the back end of the bullpen in MLB.
2: We're now a more roughly a month or so away from the trade deadline, Ryan. If you had to rank the top two or three things you'd most like to see addressed uh, between now and then, how would you stack them?
4: Uh, interesting. You know, I think you know, a, a starting pitching arm, and I know people would say go get a top-end start. I don't know if the Orioles are going to do that. But I think because they're still trying to evaluate because you have Grayson, you have Means trying to come back. I do think some bullpen help because, as you're mm-hmm. seeing, your arms get tired. And I think middle relief, it is one of the most, um, you know, you, you know, it's it's like with offensive linemen. You don't get a lot of credit. And when things go wrong, you get yeah. blamed a lot. And things go right, you know, it's your job, right? So, But the reality is the Orioles do need a little bit more depths there because it seems like they don't know who to trust in down on the farm right now in triple a and so that to me is what you're going to need um and then at the end of the day it's going to be you know those would be the two things lineup wise i think that they're fine i really do I, I just i'm really curious about you know where they view um you know who they have as far as what they're in the pitching department. So I guess we'll see. That's the fun of it. And also this market's weird because there's so many bad teams that are in the race. And then you got to ask yourself, do they want to sell it or they want to try to go win some of these bad divisions?
3: Ryan, before we let you go, you mentioned Grayson and he, we're going to talk about it more in about an hour. When we go down the farm, he pitched pretty well last night. How long are you waiting to bring him back up?
4: I think he's coming back after the all-star game. You know, I, I, I think it's going to be in this next month. Um, I, I think he's ready. I personally, I would have been fine with him staying up, but everyone has decisions. Uh, but Grayson's going to be in the equation, and now we just hope that that Grayson, whatever he's doing down there, if he can bring this up to Baltimore, that's going to give even this, this pitching staff more juice.
3: Ryan Ripken, always great. We'll, we'll hear you at Pickles tomorrow, and we'll talk to you next week.
4: Sounds good. Maybe see you guys at Pickles on Friday. If no. not, have a great weekend. Thanks so Thank much. Thank you.
0: This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance.